welcome back to You Know What I've Been Wondering. I'm Sarah. I'm Jane. Are you okay, Jane? You just suddenly looked confused. Oh, no, I was just trying to pull up my notes and there was the tabs. Oh, I see. Oh, she's she's getting prepared. She's getting prepared. How are you? Yes, yes, yes. I'm doing all right. We both got snowstorm this week. I think it's the same storm, but it traveled up to me. Like it started with you and then came up to me. It was still like, it was really snowing when I woke up this morning. Like I kind of felt like I had a Groundhog Day moment, which happy Groundhog's Day. Because I was like, it's really? snowing again. Like, didn't it do this yesterday? And it was still really bad. But it's actually cleared up already. Like, I just drove to Wawa um, and back. Ooh. And it wasn't, the roads were, at least I've heard the main roads are very clear. So it's already melted a lot. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. I know New York is like really shut down. I left New mm. York. But I've heard. You know, I just got um, a letter in the mail from Toyota, like the company. Mm-hmm. Um, basically saying, and then they hand wrote on the bottom of it, like most of it was typed, but, um, that apparently the car that I have, there's a huge emergency recall of the airbags. Oh, <laughs> I know. that's and it, not good. I know it was like, this needs to be fixed because your airbag could explode and send metal fragments into your body. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then at the bottom, like in handwritten, like a woman had written, like, I've tried to call you many times. Please contact me. And it's like, like Toyota's out there like, no, no, no. Jane has that airbag. No, no. Hello. <laughs> Jane. <laughs> but like we called them back finally. I think the reason why I wasn't getting the calls is because um, the car like is under my name, but the phone number attached to it is my parents' home phone. they were were calling my parents house my parents never answer the landline anymore right um that's so funny so we called them back and yeah i wouldn't believe that either because there's like a big scam that's someone calling about your car's extended warranty which i thought only i was getting and then i saw a tweet about it that was like what is joe biden going to do to stop (laughs) the scammers from calling me about my car's extended warranty and i was like this is a universal problem so i wouldn't have answered that either i would have been like oh it's the warranty people yeah again it's those scammers but i hope your car is going to be okay yeah it is i have an appointment on friday to get the airbags replaced with you know oh good a non-exploding kind oh that's good <laughs> so you just have to make it to friday yeah. <laughs> i think you can do that it's already yeah. tuesday well it's next friday oh. um yeah okay should we should we get started okay yeah okay, okay. So, you asked me about how scientifically possible Snowpiercer is. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. (laughs) Snowpiercer is, of course, a 2013 film by Bong Joon-ho, and it is also a new series on TNT. Both of them are based on a French graphic novel made in 1982, called oh, i swear i looked at this pronunciation and now i cannot remember it it's snow is neige. la trans la trans neige is is snow so it's probably transport transport je neige no it's la transpers it's spelled like la transpersonage but, like, I'm trying to say it how the French would say it. Right. 
So sun is sun percentage. Sure. It uh, so the premise is that um, we're in a post-apocalyptic world where there has been some big attempt to reverse the effects of climate change, and it has gone horribly wrong, and it has left the Earth uh, in a big ice age. It's totally frozen over and covered in ice and snow, and a few thousand people remain alive, and they all get aboard a perpetual motion train called the Ark, which travels around the Earth nonstop, uh, it never stops moving, and it goes at a speed of around 2.7 laps around the Earth per year. Mm-hmm. I think in the After show it's like 132 it- days per rotation. Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Actor Davy Diggs says that this eventuality represents a logical extension of what happens when you continue to ignore science and you're forced to make a rash decision about how to save your planet. Which is true. He's very now. I'm going to talk about yeah. I'm going to talk about two different like parts of this. I'm going to start by talking about how possible that sort of apocalypse is, and then Mm -hmm. then I'll talk about the train. Okay. So, as Sarah talked about in our climate change episode, uh, between 750 million years ago and 580 million years ago, there were three or four big dramatic ice ages, which froze nearly all of the Earth's surface for for stretches of about 10 million years. But there have been lesser ice ages that occur about roughly every 120,000 years depending on our planet's proximity to the sun and didn't you say we're like kind of sort of in one right now yeah we're supposed to be in an ice age right now because so the earth should be slowly getting colder and instead it's getting warmer which is why Mm. we know it's bad yikes um it or we're not in an ice age we're heading towards an ice age so we should be getting colder but we're not yeah i understand um because of greenhouse gases being released into the atmosphere because of the burning of fossil fuels, the Earth's temperature is currently rising. But scientists say that a future ice age is not impossible. But specifically, the ice age in Snowpiercer is a like a drastic eventuality caused by a human effort to reverse climate change so Mm -hmm. scientists tried to cool the earth because it was getting so warm and it went like really drastically the other way so it is possible to have an experiment in which scientists attempt to lower the earth's temperature that could cause the earth to freeze over entirely for example as we talked about when we talked about volcanic eruptions when when there's a big volcanic eruption at the sky fills with ash and global temperatures drop because sunlight is being blocked out so if scientists on a global scale decided to do an experiment or a i don't know a process um in which they released some sort of gas or substance into the atmosphere to cause a heavy fog that would block out sunlight that would lower the earth the earth's global temperature and it could accidentally cause a global ice age that's absolutely okay. something that could be a byproduct of that situation okay um 
However, such an experiment would have really major consequences for the lives of millions of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it would be a very dangerous thing. And climatologist Gavin Schmidt, who is the director of the NASA Goddard Institute for Space Studies in New York City, says that the fact that we can't even get a global agreement on attempting to reduce CO2 emissions um, means it's pretty unlikely for there to be a global agreement to put substances into the atmosphere to try and reverse it, you know? Right, yeah. Like, it, that kind of huge experiment would require, like, a lot, a lot of, of people to be yeah. involved in a lot of agreements, and we're, no, we're nowhere near that happening. Yeah. We can't uh, agree on anything. Yeah. So, I mean, an ice age is not impossible, but given, doesn't Snowpiercer take place, like, present day? Yeah, it technically took, starts in 2014. Yeah. So we're we're not that's not going to happen anytime soon. Mm-hmm. That kind of insane ice age. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the train. So the train in Snowpiercer runs nonstop powered by nuclear fusion. Scientists say that um if the world's engineers and scientists all came together and figured out a way to make a nuclear reactor that was small enough to fit inside a train's engine room. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they figured out a way to, like, gather snow as the train traveled. They could use that snow and melt it into water um, to to feed the fusion. Yeah. Like, if we figured out how to do all those things, then a real-life Snowpiercer train could be developed. such as at one point it says like nuclear powered aircraft carriers and submarines which i guess already exist i didn't know that but okay they must be huge like that's yeah. the biggest problem with this is that i mean the snowpiercer train is apparently has a thousand cars which yeah, does it's not make it long. seem like it's no the movie is they're not very clear about how long the train is but the train is 10 miles long in yeah. the television show yeah the movie makes it seem like there's like 25 cars maybe um yeah because you only see them go through about 20 i just watched the movie the other night so it's fresh in my head yeah yeah you only see them go through about 20 and they talk about how like no one's ever no one's ever walked the full length of the train until Mm. chris evans Mm. does yeah Um, spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) um but it is like it is like 10 miles long but the movie does not make it seem like that yeah but still the the train cars like the size of them says to me that the engine compartment of the train would still be similar to the size of engine cars in today's trains. Mm, yeah. Um, so it's that's the biggest impediment to having a Snowpiercer train. Can you hear our cuckoo clock in the background? Yes. <laughs> that happens twice an hour all through the night. Wow. That feels like Obvious. a thing that happens at grandparents' houses. Yes, <laughs> it does. My grandma has a grandfather clock that does that, I think, every hour. Yeah. We have, like, a full-on cuckoo clock. Like, the guy comes out and everything. <laughs> the guy. The guy. <laughs> it's actually not a cuckoo. It's some, um, it's from, the clock's from Germany, so it's two people that yodel. <laughs> come out. <laughs> That's funny. They're great. They're great. That was in my bedroom as a child. Um, <laughs> now we just have this. Anyway. Anyway, so there's a researcher in Korea, I believe, named Oh Young Cook, and he is a researcher at the National Fusion Research Institute. And he says that assuming we could use around 
5,000 lithium ion batteries in an engine room of a train, and we turn the snow outside the train into water, a fusion reactor could generate energy for a train such as the Snowpiercer train that could last several decades. Now, so that only gives you a couple decades. The Snowpiercer train seems to be like, oh, we're going to be here forever, but several decades is it's not like in the grand scheme of things that much time, but I guess they are, you know, trying to come up with, yeah, you know, a next step. Yeah. Nuclear fusion is referred to as artificial sun as it can potentially generate an unlimited amount of energy through hydrogen and tritium. Hydrogen mm. could be obtained from water and tritium is gained from lithium ion batteries, which are currently used to power laptops and smartphones. Cool. But like that scientist said, we would need like 5,000 lithium ion batteries. So really mm. like scale is the big issue here. Right. Um, scientists worldwide are currently working on on this exact science because we're trying to find more al- alternative and sustainable energy sources for our planet. Um, so they are sort of experimenting with the idea of nuclear fusion. Uh, it all has to do with the process of making two atomic nuclei collide and fuse. Oh. Now, there is a project um, that... The EU, India, Japan, China, Russia, South Korea, and the U.S. are currently building the world's largest experimental nuclear fusion reactor called the ITER, or the International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor. And they're building it in France. Cool. And that they are working on creating this type of energy. Um Its first pilot fusion plant will begin operations in the year 2040, but it requires that very large uh, facility and technology. Uh Um, Fusion power, if harnessed, would be incredibly ideal as a form of energy for us to use. It's way safer and greener than nuclear energy. Um, It's you know, it could last a very long time. But mm-hmm. even after 2040, which is when that big plant is going to be completed, it would still be a long time before this energy is available commercially or and could be distributed worldwide. Right. It requires a very high and sophisticated level of technology to create it. And mm-hmm. it would be very difficult to mass produce. And again, it requires this very, very large technology and facility. So theoretically, a Snowpiercer train is possible, but it's very, very, very far away. Because right. we're still working on creating the technology that could do it. And then once we finally get it and harness it well enough that we could for sure create a train like that, we would then have to do the work of making it small enough to fit inside a train. Right. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So overall, possible. Just it's not happening anytime soon. Right. Right. Mm. That's so cool. I still find it interesting when a show manages to do something that's feasible, like yeah. scientifically feasible. Yeah. What was I just reading about? Someone was complimenting a show because, like, the science all added up, even though even though it was like a fantasy show or like a sci-fi show. What was it? They were like, yeah, but their science makes sense, which is why it's cool. I'm gonna look it up. I just watched Winks. I just watched the live action Winks Club show. Oh, did you like it? Yes. 
the first episode has some kind of clunky dialogue and there are a couple of dialogue moments that are like eh, what but mm-hmm. it's not as laughably bad as those moments particularly in the first episode made it seem it's not overall an amazing show mm-hmm. um but i don't know i think i thought it was kind of fun for what it was it was really trying to be riverdale for the winks club uh, oh, yeah, is that kind of energy. And there yeah. is kind of uh, a complaint that a lot of people are having that I was reading about that in the original cartoon of the Winx Club, there's like five main fairies and um, two of them are white, but one of them is Indian or East Asian. One of them is Asian and one of them is black. And mm-hmm. for the live action Netflix one, they made the Asian one white and oh. they... Or no, they didn't make the Asian one white, but they, the, the, only only the black character remains black. Um, oh. The other, I don't remember if it's the Asian one or the East Asian one, um, but is te- it's technically not even the same character, even though that character is mentioned in passing. They're like, oh, that's my cousin. Um, but it's a different character and it's played by a white actress. So they were like, why would, in the... Like, why, given the movement to try and make things more increasingly diverse, would you make this less diverse? Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. Um, But there is one positive change in that in the original um, animated series, it it takes place at this school that's like a magical school where fairies go to train and also Mm -hmm. sort of like soldiers who like fight to help the fairies called specialists. And it's, like, the girls trained to be fairies and the boys trained to be specialists. And in this show, there are boy fairies and there are girl specialists. So it's, like, anybody can be anything. That's cool. So that's a nice change. But the the change in inclusion is an odd choice. That That is odd. Yeah. That is very odd. I figured out what it was. It was tenant ten, which i have notes on <laughs> i haven't I have seen notes. it yet <laughs> i have notes i have feedback okay I, it's far from a perfect movie but i did read an article being like this movie has many flaws yeah. but the science is correct yeah <laughs> i was like well that's nice mm-hmm. that the science is right i have notes on it as a movie oh i totally take it back i just realized that there is no east asian fairy it's a latina fairy uh oh. that apparently was based on they tried to model her after j-lo they wanted to make her look like j-lo interesting well, thank you for teaching me about Snowpiercer. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. I was just curious, you know. Oh, I'll, same with my thing I asked you. But what is this show if not, I was just curious, you know? Yeah, I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. For my middle segment, I was going to briefly touch on Groundhog Day, just like mentioning that it's today. But there's really not much news other than the Groundhog saw a shadow six more weeks of winter six more weeks of winter which does not that seems like an understatement to me um apparently he's like only right i don't know 25 percent of the time (laughs) and um two years ago he or sorry three years ago 2018 he predicted six more weeks of winter and it was very cold (laughs) (laughs) there were record lows that year and they were like well this groundhog (laughs) is gifted (laughs) um well apparently he also said that 
he predicted the snowstorm that we're currently having, which is just like... The groundhog did? Yeah, he came out and he was like, yeah, there's a big snow, there's a big storm happening right now, which is just like that moment in Mean Girls where she's like, there's a 30% chance it's already raining. It's like, thanks, Phil. We know. how did the groundhog say that? I don't know. That's just what his spokesman said, he said. That's what he said. (laughs) But I did want to talk about, this is really random and dumb, but I saw it online and it made me laugh. Six people have been arrested for um, (laughs) defacing the Hollywood sign in in Los Angeles. Oh, my God. Um, They took a big tarp and draped it over the W to turn it into a B. And they... (laughs) And then they put, like, a board across the D to make that also a B. So the sign then said, Holly Boob. (laughs) People are so stupid. That's that's literally all they did. But they got caught and they were arrested and it has been taken down. And I just think that's like what why would you what called in the moment you were like, you know what, nothing else is really going on in the world. Like, why not? <laughs> no, there's actually plenty going on yeah, in the world. Exactly. <laughs> I have to tell you, I must say there's actually a lot going on. Uh, but apparently it's not the first time that people have snuck into the sign area, which I think it's on a, it's in a public place. Like you can walk to it, but it's not the first time that people have turned it into saying something else. Apparently in 2017, um, some people turned it into Hollyweed. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know why people are so like desperate to try and change the Hollywood sign into was... something dumb. And <laughs> I didn't know it was that easy to change the sign. Well, it's not, I mean, it's like a hike, I think, to get up into the hills to get there, but it's a public thing you can walk to. That's Uh, true. But it's just so funny because it's such a weird crime. Like, who, like, I'm just picturing some stoners being like, hey, what if we made it Holly Boob? Like, but then they decided to take action and do it. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why people are, are this way. The chairman of the LAPD says it's unfortunate that such an important icon for the city of LA is not being appreciated. <laughs> okay, it's even funnier that the mayor is like, how dare you? Like, he's like so mad. <laughs> an important icon of LA. Like, okay. <laughs> All six are, cit- are cited with misdemeanor charges, although they're saying that they shouldn't get in trouble because there technically was no vandalism. Like, the sign itself was not damaged. They just draped oh. a tarp over it and, like, placed a, another board on it. Um, and That's it, a fair point. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I appreciate that. Like, if you, I was the judge, I'd be like, good point. Like, You're right. <laughs> we cleaned it up. There, no harm, no foul. Right. No harm, no foul. Only few hours. Yeah. <laughs> it was inconvenient and funny, but, like... <laughs> but really didn't damage anything yeah there was no damage of property that's the perfect crime <laughs> the perpetrators are not pu- have not been publicly identified and are not available to reach for comment oh oh my gosh wait i take it all back they had good intentions apparently they, they were trying to do they were trying to raise awareness for breast cancer oh I feel okay, like that's sweet. I feel like a horrible person now. You know no, what? No, no. I've okay, changed sides. I'm on their side now. They didn't damage anything. They didn't damage anything. They raised some awareness. They're fine. Yeah, the police are being like, even though they had a good cause in mind, it's still like a misdemeanor and vandalism. And it's like, but technically, is it though? Like, mm-hmm. 
I feel like that's that does more good than harm. Well, like if I, anything, I think, I think no harm, no foul. Like if anything, so. if you really want to punish them, have them go clean it up, and then do some cleaning of that area. Right. Do some community. This is the type of thing that like just give them community service. Yeah. Like we don't need more people in jail. Yeah. They hurt nobody. You know, like it's fine. Also, this is kind of thing is like. I'm sure these people are white. Like in my head, <laughs> this is white nonsense. I don't know what I pictured them. Well, intentioned know. white nonsense. But... Right. Yeah, this is some like white boy shit. Being like, <laughs> we're gonna do some good. <laughs> this will really help breast cancer. I mean, like, like okay. activists. One of them is probably gonna use this to write like a college essay. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the noble deed I did of turning Hollywood into Hollyboop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely what's gonna happen is mm-hmm. that the whole story yes <laughs> it's really short and sweet but i thought it made me laugh that is fine i'm gonna put on some chapstick i felt very validated the other day when i was on tiktok and somebody mentioned that eos chapstick gave them a rash around their mouth and i thought i was the only one like I was like, thank God. EOS Chapstick was such a fad a couple years ago. It was a fad. I had two. Like, it was a thing. I had a couple. But they gave me, not a rash around my mouth, but it gave the corners of my mouth really dry skin. Which is, like, the opposite of what you're supposed to And it was, like, painfully dry. No, Um, first of all, it's stupid that Chapstick became fashionable. It's just just a highly functional item. And also, in general, I don't care if you use Bird's Bees medicated. Use the medicated kind, okay? It's better. Mm -hmm. It works faster. Otherwise, you're just lathering oil on your lips. And, Mm -hmm. like, maybe it tastes good. But, like, the medicated (laughs) one will help you, like, grow up. My (laughs) mom got me a a peach-flavored Chapstick the other day that says it. That's called Impeach. Oh, that that's funny. Mm-hmm. But does it actually help your lips? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It feels good to put on, but I don't know if it long-term is helping me because my lips are still pretty dry. Yeah, the medicated kind is the only kind that long-term actually helps. Okay. All right. Next time I'm shopping, I'll pick up some medicated. Medicated chapstick. <laughs> Get it together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about shifting. <laughs> this is like really short. Great. So shifting I didn't think it a- would be a lot. Yeah, it's not a whole thing. It's shifting is essentially reality shifting. Um, and yes, Jane, you were right. A lot of people are doing it to go to Hogwarts and date Draco Malfoy. Yes. That was like that's like the big TikTok movement for it. The TikTok movement specifically. Mm-hmm. Now there were already groups of people doing it on Reddit and Amino. I think is what it's called. I couldn't get into Amino. Their their shifting group is now closed, and you need <gasps> a password or an invitation to join. And I was like, I'm not this invested. I'm just trying to do some research here. Um, but it's really blown up on TikTok amongst the Gen Zers who want to date Draco Malfoy. No, he's so problematic. But they're all obsessed with him. Um, the concept of reality shifting is not new, but its popularity has surged in recent months for obvious reasons. I completely understand why people are trying to escape the reality that is <laughs> the last year. And the practice of shifting realities means that you shift your consciousness from your current experience, which is your current reality or CR, to another reality, which is typically your desired reality known as DR. Mm -hmm. This is similar to lucid dreaming, except you're in control of what your alternate reality is. And in lucid dreaming, you sort of just end up in that dream and then you somehow force yourself to wake up, but you don't get to choose what that dream is. In this case, you are choosing and scripting what this reality is. Some people believe that these realities are just a type of dream, which they happen when you're asleep. So 
probably a dream, but others believe that the reality is a real living, breathing one, like a parallel universe and all the people in it have feelings, have emotions, have memories. They're completely real. Um, but shifting is a deeply personal experience. I haven't heard of any two people shifting together. Um, and no one experience when you shift will be the same, but there are defined steps that will definitely help you get there. Although the method and the process seems to be different for each person, just depending on what works for them and their brain. That first step is meditating. A lot of meditation helps because you need to be able to relax and sort of shut off your brain mm -hmm. from thinking about other things. Oh, Listening okay. to subliminals, uh, which is a track that has affirmations about your desired reality inside of it but those are masked by music and ambient noise so it's like they're in there but you can't you can't hear them mm -hmm. um not actively hear them it's subliminal messaging and mm -hmm. a detailed script of one's reality um there is a popular one for going to hogwarts that already exists that lots of people use and can look up and there are other scripts that exist or you can write your own and those scripts don't necessarily have to be like I am blank. I am going to blank. I am blank years old. It could also be photos that'll help mm. you get in there. It could be something audio, whatever you want the script to be, but it should set up what your desired reality looks like. Mm -hmm. And you need a shifting method. Now, scripting is not mandatory, but many people agree that it helps create a clearer picture. And the clearer your picture of your desired reality, the easier it is to get there. I took a look at the Hogwarts script and it's really, really detailed. It includes details like who your best friends are, who your love interest is, your favorite place <laughs> at Hogsmeade, your Patronus, your wand, your favorite smell, like very, very specific stuff because again, it makes it easier for you to get there. Mm -hmm. Hogwarts is also one that's easy to do because we all have a mental picture of what it looks like from the movies and we know what those characters look like. So most people are going to Hogwarts at the time when Harry, Ron, and Hermione were there mm -hmm. because we know what it looks like and we know what the, what the students there looks like at the time. So we can create a really clear picture of where you're going to. Um, the script will also include for the rules for time there. So the Hogwarts script specifically says one hour in my current reality equals blank time in my desired reality. Um, and you get to fill that in. So some people do that one hour in the current reality is two months. Some people do eight months. Some people do one hour. Like it's the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, but it can be whatever you want it to be. Um, and it also includes a word that will draw you back to the current reality and stipulates that your desired reality will pause when you leave it. And this is all important psychologically to getting you there and understanding that when you are there, it is not real. You will be able to leave and you will be able to escape sort of to stop yourself from panicking while you're there. You also put in the script that you cannot die there and you cannot be hurt there. Because again, that could like send oh, you into yeah. panic because mm -hmm. you're living an alternative life. So all of these things are essentially to protect your brain while you are shifting. I always have those dreams where I'm falling and I feel like, you know, when you like yeah. shoot awake in bed, like, cause you feel like you're actually falling. Yep. All the time. All the time. <laughs> so there are many methods to shift, but the Raven method and the Alice in Wonderland method are the most popular. For the Raven method, you lay in a starfish position on your bed and count <laughs> down from 100 while, or you can count up to 100 either way. While subliminals are playing, making sure to say positive affirmations between the numbers and picturing your desired reality. You need to be pretty tired for this to work, but not so tired that you fall asleep before you get to 100. You really need to be falling asleep right as you hit 100 and you've done all the affirmations. 
Oh, in the okay. Alice in Wonderland method, yeah, you imagine yourself leaning against a tree. Again, you need to be very close to sleep. You imagine yourself leaning against a tree, then wait for someone from your desired reality to walk by. When they walk by, you start chasing them until they go down a rabbit hole. So a lot of people are saying that Draco Malfoy walks by and they chase him and then they follow him down the rabbit hole. Like literally, I'm not making this up. Um, and when you follow them at the bottom of the hole, there should be a key to a door and that door will open to your desired reality. And that is like the sign of you falling asleep as you've like entered into your reality. Mm -hmm. There's also the pillow method where you write down your affirmations and then put them under your pillow and fall asleep. The elevator method where you imagine yourself going up an elevator while building up energy. And when the doors to the elevator open, you'll be in your desired reality. And then I also saw one TikTok about a staircase method. And this method, you climb a staircase and at the top there is a mirror. You stare at yourself in the mirror for a long time, memorizing yourself. And it should be the character, it should be yourself as you are in your desired reality, not as you are now, even if you look exactly the same. For example, if you're going to Hogwarts and you're in your mid-20s, you need to imagine yourself as a 16-year-old or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and then eventually a character from your desired reality will appear behind you and ask if you're ready to go and they'll take you down the stairs into your desired reality. Now, Grace Warwick, who is a therapist that is an expert in anomalous experiences, said that shifting is not dangerous so long as the person doing it maintains their sense of actual reality. So essentially you don't want to become the wife in Inception. Um, it's, she says, if you start to lose the sense of which of your realities is your current reality, then it could be very dangerous. She also stipulates that it is very important when you're writing that script to write that you cannot die, you cannot get hurt in that reality. Otherwise, you might become fearful or dangerous. It's important not to put yourself in a place where you're fear, feeling fear. Um, and because this is not lucid dreaming, um, it, you need to make sure that you have steps to wake up because a dream it's much, it's almost easier to wake up from a dream if you're lucid dreaming than it is from this because a lucid mm. dream, you're manipulating things, but you're aware it's a dream and this is supposed to feel like reality. Um, and she says that it's actually very different from lucid dreaming, even though people say that the experience of being in there feels the same because this is really a trans liminal experience is what she calls it. It's when you're sort of sitting between the two planes of awake and asleep and therefore, everything feels a lot more real because your brain is more susceptible. Sort of like the opposite of night terrors, where night terrors are meant to scare you. These are meant to, like, comfort you and yeah. be there for you to explore. But it's still possible that you might not be able to escape if you don't write in there the specific ways for you to escape. I briefly looked through the shifting TikTok, like, tag and one thing that I did find is that there are a lot of people going in there from like what is hours in our world, but months to them. And I've seen multiple people wake up and be like very upset because they're like, I just spent eight months at Hogwarts and now here I am back in reality. And I do understand. That. I think that's why I'm hesitant about it because I think sometimes it's always nice to have some form of escape, but if we escape too much, I think there's a danger of descending deeper into a depression because you're upset that that reality isn't your reality. And I think if you are shifting and creating this ideal reality for yourself, of course, you're going to not want to be in this one. And I do understand that that could be really dangerous, especially for very young people, which are the majority of people that are doing it. They're mostly Gen Z. So they're between like 22 and 
I don't know, a child, you know, <laughs> a child, <laughs> a child. <laughs> so I, I do appreciate its value. And there are people who have done it like once and are like, it's really cool. And I think maybe it would be cool to try once or twice, but I do understand what Grace is saying that mm. there are dangers to it and you becoming dependent on it. Um, and that potential to be upset when your current reality is not as glamorous or fun, as exciting as your desired reality. You know, you have to create a reality that you're willing to leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, there's that. But okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's really what shifting is, what people are doing it for. Okay. Um, lots of people go into Hogwarts, lots of them. Which it, Yeah, it sounds more nerve-wracking than I thought it would, so maybe I'll give my try my hand at lucid dreaming, but my, I'm not sure if I'd want to try yeah see i think i'd rather try this than lucid dreaming but i don't know if i'd be able to do it i don't know if i'd be able to calm myself and i have seen on tiktok people are like it took me months to do it like it's not something you mm. can just lie on and try once you really have to practice the meditation you have to know your desired reality and what it looks like you need to really be able to like focus in which is not one of my strengths necessarily <laughs> so there's that but i think it's pretty cool as long as you're doing it safely. Yeah. Everything with a safety net is okay by me. So that's that's shifting. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. That is everything for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YKWIBW Podcast. You can check out our website, I've been wondering.com. If you like what you're hearing, please consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. And finally, if you have something that you've been wondering, you can email us at ifeandwonderingpodcast at gmail.com and we would love to put it on our show. Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I've been curious about? Uh, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> what was that? that I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> I'm stepping into an alternate reality where that's what no we, i don't like that that's what we named because i'm already i'm already freaked out about the fact that we might already be in an alternate reality what if i just was like sarah what are you talking about it's always been you know what i've been curious about i would direct you to our website <laughs> ykwibca <laughs> hilarious um okay what if no, you okay wondering? i've been wondering how how do experts think the pyramids were built and other Ooh. ancient structures? Okay. We're going to talk about aliens. I hope you I hope you're I, I love for that. that. I saw something recently where they were talking about how like it's funny that Stonehenge is like for sure made by white people and there's less alien talk about that structure but then with like Easter Island and the pyramid, which were definitely built by people of color. It's like that's when all the alien conspiracy theories come into, and it's like, oh, we're not giving any credit, but I don't I, I believe yeah. I believe that they built it with their hands. But yes. the math, them understanding the math is what get yeah, doesn't true, add true, up true. For me. Okay. okay. You know? That's fair, yeah. But how did, Stonehenge, yeah. I'm like, those are heavy. How did you move that? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, the pier the stones of the pyramids are also very heavy. Right, but they're in smaller blocks. They are, okay. They're not like 10 feet tall. <laughs> okay, well, ha you feel free to go ancient aliens. Tell me the conspiracy theories, but let's just make sure we give credit where it's due. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for pointing that out. That's good to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Okay, Jane, you know what I've been wondering? What have you been wondering, Sarah? 
this is like really different, <laughs> but that's fine. I want to know if there are any real life switched at birth stories. <gasps> Ooh. I don't know. I was curious about this. So I put that in the notes, but I was not expecting to be asked. Oh, I'm excited. Yes. I want you to tell me all about that. Did you watch that ABC show Switch, Switched at Birth? I did at first. I kind of lost interest after a couple I seasons. didn't watch it, but I, I had friends that did. Hmm. But what I want to know if it really happened. I've seen a, I read one time about like triplets who were separated at birth and then were later oh, reunited, yeah. but. So that might come up into it also, but I don't know about real life switch dipper stories. I'll look in. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So fun. All right. That's what's coming at you next week. Thank you so much for listening. This is, you know, what I've been wondering. <laughs>